Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Hey, guess what day it is. Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. It's hump day. Woo-woo! Hump day? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thanks for making us part of your day. Jake with you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today across the glass from me and uh, safely social distancing from Casa de Monson. The one, the only, Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. I hope you're having a good day, Uh, Austin. I I hope you haven't added anything on to Austin's list today. I hope everyone's feeling good. Yeah, it's nice, nice day outside. Sure, got a chance to hit some putts today. It was nice. Did you go golfing again? No, 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 no. Didn't go golfing. Just hit putts. What? Do you have a green in your backyard? No, no, no. But there's a, a golf course that's not real far from my house. Ducked over there, hit a couple of so putts. You went over and uh, now, when you will practice your putting, do you have a certain routine you go through, or are you just hitting balls? Oh, I'm just hitting balls. I'm so bad. You don't you don't start out with long distance stuff or short uh, and then go longer or whatever. Oh, no, no. I just grip it and rip it, Gordon. That's that's pretty much what I do. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, things are good, buddy. Uh, how how are things at Casa de Monson? Doing all right? Doing all right. Getting the house painted and uh we're uh or that's kind of weird because I, are you a sentimental type? Uh yeah, from time to time. I mean, you've been in your house for how long now? Long time. Uh, like 17 years? If Naz came to you and said, honey, I want to change the color of the house. I want to paint the entire house. Would you just say, yes, dear, uh, okay, whatever, and not give it a second thought? Or would you argue or would you agree and then be sentimental about it and all that? Does the house need painting? No. Uh, well, that would be my first question. Well, uh, <laughs> need, <laughs> need. When did need come into play? So, because I certainly would not put the effort into painting a house that did not need it, nor the uh, the cache uh, if you're going to, to have it uh, to, uh, to pay somebody else to do it. So that, uh, because I'm not real passionate about my house color, but I'm certainly not getting in the habit of, of painting something that does not need to be painted. Well, as you know, I painted houses when I was in high school uh, as a means of, uh, you know, being productive during summers. Me and my friends, we uh, we had a paint company painting company and we would uh it's remarkable to me that people would turn their super expensive homes over to us to make the improve the way they look now so i have a little bit of a background there i'm not doing it myself 
and the house did not need painting. But my wife decided, after we've been in this house for 27 years in one month, she decided that she was she wanted to change. Hmm. So it's being painted. But I'm a little sentimental. I mean, I I, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it, whatever. But I I'm a little sentimental about what the house looked like before, and now it'll never look like that again. Is she painting it hunter orange? <laughs> no. No. Lavender blue? No, nothing nothing crazy. Nothing like that. I just find it is sentimental getting... about the color of your house. It's kind of strange. That sounded a little judgmental. I'm asking you a question much like okay, you would so, ask. So if I, Austin, if That's I come true. in, you if I come, wait, wait, if I come into your office and you say, lay down on the couch <laughs> and that you start the meter running and I say something and, and, and you say something back to me like that, that that's, that's not what a trained psychiatrist or psychologist would do. Right. But it is what a sports <laughs> producer would do when I'm busting your chops. <laughs> And yeah. Austin's like the, the one of the judgier people I know. <laughs> or have you not heard uh, Austin's list? Yes, I have. So, you know, are you really surprised? And uh, Austin well, did do exactly what you do to us. So I think really. What? What would what, what, what I do to you? That sounded just like a question you would ask us right. almost verbatim. Yeah, but it, it was. I wouldn't say it in any judgmental fashion. I would say it because I was deeply interested in knowing what you think and feel. No. I, I am honestly, truly wondering why does it matter so much to you what color your house is? Because I'm sentimental. I, I mean, about it's, paint. It's, it's always been that way. It's always been a certain way. So I, I so now it's going to be a different way. Huh. Well, so sorry, I mean, Gordon. Well, I why hope didn't it's school bus yellow? Well, why didn't you say something? <laughs> uh, why didn't you say something when the decision was being made? Well, I did. Oh, okay. I kind of got overruled, really, but I, I wasn't what do you mean like overruled. I was, but like I, a I, like a USC quarterback's letter to the governor, <laughs> it was dismissed. It was completely dismissed. <laughs> hey, man, I lost the power long ago. But uh, I, I I will say that uh, that I wasn't I wasn't protesting. I mean, I'm fine with it. But it's just that it's always looked that way, and it'll never look that way again. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little sentimental. I sound, it's not like I'm broken up emotionally over this thing, but I'm just a bit sentimental. I, I just wondered if you guys were the same way. I don't know if I would be about the color of my house, but, you know, to each, each their own. I mean, whatever. I have, like, T-shirts that I refuse to give away, so there's my thing. I, I was going to say, Gordon, the three of us have a very mutual friend who Jake refuses to interact with anymore because he once lent him a hat. Oh, and yeah. it disappeared. Oh, yeah. The a hat the, the, you that know you probably got for free at a car wash. Oh. I stole it from a friend, actually. <laughs> okay. So, and you lent him the hat, and you never saw it back? You never heard that story? No. Yeah, it was it was uh, Britton Johnson, and uh, he was here. We were doing the show together, and um, he, for some reason, um, he and his uh, son, Houston, were going to ride those, uh, those electric scooters, you know, that are yeah. downtown. Uh -huh. They were uh -huh. just going to ride those home. Even though they live in American Fork, <laughs> <laughs> they were just going to get. It was summer. No, it wasn't. Oh, it no, wasn't. It was. It wasn't was, it? It was quite cold, and uh, and they were just going to go as far as they could go, and this was and kind what of. What were they going to do if it only got them, you know, five miles down the road? No, they'll they, think about it then. They were. They Uber. <laughs> they were going to Uber the rest of the way, which becomes relevant here in a moment. Okay. Uh, they. Uh, so they, this was a spur of the moment decision. So they weren't exactly, you know, equipped. 
So Britain, uh, Britain's like, wow, we're going to do this, but it's quite cold outside. I said, all right, here, borrow my hat. You want to borrow my – I had a, a stocking cap. I said, you want to borrow my hat? And he goes, yeah, sure, thanks, appreciate it. And so they did their thing. They got in the Uber. He left my hat in the Uber. Of course, they're freezing cold, but then they get into the warm car and start peeling off uh, gloves and hats and Asking such. for the AC. So, yeah, so right. did, he, did he replace it? He absolutely did the very next time I saw him. Oh, in he fact, did. He, he brought me two hats. So I can't be mad. But that hat did have some sentimental value, yes, ah, to, okay. to bringing it back to uh, all the, story, the, the stories that hat could tell. Oh yeah, but anyway, no, no, no. Britain, Britain's a stud. He brought me in two hats next time I saw him. He he genuinely felt bad about it. So that's a perfect example. The two hats were probably perfect, and you were happy to have them, and they were new and whatnot. But they weren't the hat that you had yeah. journeyed so far. In. So and I can so identify. Yeah, I got. Yeah, that. so that's being sentimental, right? But let's get back to you not having a a voice in the decision because that was much more <laughs> fun to talk about. <laughs> I had a voice. I mean, if I had said I, I object, uh, then then uh, it probably wouldn't have happened. But uh, well, you no. never would have said that. Uh, I would have. <laughs> never. I would have. I would have if I'd felt that. But I didn't feel that way. When was the last time you you put your foot down like that? And how'd it go? Uh, a tad bit of uh, choppy water. You know, how but, was but, Disneyland but, for everyone you've ever known? But but when? That's what I'm getting at. Or or at least who was president? And what did you put down? Uh, what did you put down your foot over? Oh come on! Uh, I I I have put down my I have put down my foot. It's a funny way of saying it, but I have I have exerted my uh, wisdom uh, on occasion, not often. <laughs> no, who was who was president? Uh, Eisenhower. Okay. All <laughs> all right. Right. You got believe me. that one. Yep. Going all the way back to Ike. That was a while ago now. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a minute. But, but see, usually I agree with my wife and, uh, you know, we're okay. And, and a lot of times she'll have a certain uh, point of view and I uh, won't, I will, I will not necessarily be completely on board, but uh, it will be pliable. To uh, to compromise it that way, uh, it's okay. It's uh, 30, 38 years of marriage, baby. Come on, it's uh... the compromise being you shut up and she gets her way. Yeah, <laughs> wait, 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 real quick, Gordon. I, is is Lisa listening right now? Because I hope she's not. I don't know. She's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. She's working I'm in the sure. yard uh, because uh, <laughs> because you you know I love it when you when you make a an old joke about yourself because I I find it very funny and that was a, a a good one but you are also implying that you were married when Eisenhower was president and that would be making an age joke about your wonderful spouse which I I know you would never want to do. You're trying to get me in trouble. No, I'm trying to protect to you. I'm saying I hope she's not listening. I hope she's not. Okay, okay. It was Kennedy. All right. <laughs> Even better. All right. Let's jump. Uh, let's jump right into it. Hey, we've got Dennis Dodd today, Gordon, All at right. three o'clock. What a what a terrific day to have Dennis Dodd on. Great get, Austin. Of course, one of the best national college football writers out there uh, for CBSSports.com, and he's going to be with us at three. So that's going to be some uh, can't miss radio for sure. David Locke will be with us at five. Also. And always can't miss radio. So looking forward to talking to David. But let's jump into it. Let's talk uh, college football. It's a it's one of many interesting days in college football recently. 
Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our overarching you know, reason and the overarching um, issues that we had to always keep at the top of our mind was the fact, and I've said it from the first day that I started at the Big Ten, that the health, the safety, the wellness, and both physical and mental for our student-athletes was going to be at the top of my list. That was the commissioner of the Big Ten right there, Kevin Warren, as the Big Ten, and Austin and I predicted this yesterday, unanimously approved a return to football. And uh, there are a lot of details that were also uh, released today, but uh, the Big 12, or excuse me, the Big Ten, Gordon, is coming back, and they're going to get a season in in time to qualify for the college football playoff. And, Jake, I've written a column about it, and uh, you know where I was initially on this one. I think I am farther to the safety side than, than, and I don't mean to say this in a disparaging way, I was just farther on that spectrum over than, say, you were. But I have uh, I've come around to it. I think it's it's good to go ahead and let these guys play, and the reason being two things really the daily testing and the if someone is found to be positive 21 days man 21 days uh at a minimum uh before they are reintroduced and so i think those those two things uh make the difference for me all right i and Welcome aboard, Gordo. It's good to it's good to have you here. But um, but I'm not going to sit here and uh, you know I've gotten some reaction already from folks who essentially said, uh, well, "Why didn't you think this way before?" And here the, the reason why is because those things weren't available, and the, the that makes a huge difference. That is the difference. And I as I said it in the column, uh, discretion is the better part of valor on this. And I, I don't think uh, the, some of the other leagues that decided to go ahead and play, th- they didn't have daily testing when they made that decision, did they? Um, that's that's interesting you bring that up. We had an, an off-the-air conversation about uh, the different standards in different leagues. But uh, the answer to that, Gordon, is I'm not sure. I know BYU is testing three times a week. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they did. I could be wrong on that, and forgive me if I am. But uh, I think it, once once you if you wait. And you figure out a better way, then I got no problem with doing it. I've never had a problem with playing from a standpoint I want to see these guys play. I mean, I love football. You love football. We love football. We love to watch football. The kids love to play football. And uh, the fans obviously love it. But only if it's safe. And this this has convinced me that it's as safe as it can possibly be unless you put them in a bubble. And uh, this this is closer than to it because if you're going to test every day before practice, and and if, if things if everybody on the field is negative, as long as that testing is accurate, then 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 I'm okay with it. There might be a glitch here and there, uh, but but this this has brought me over, and maybe it'll bring a lot of people over. There were some people who were already over there, but I don't understand completely why they were over there until until they came up with uh, a pretty rock-steady plan, and that's what this is. And I wouldn't be surprised to see the Pac-12 do it. I think they should do it if they can get the government leaders in on it and uh, and then let the youths play. 
Well, I'll I'll say this, Gordon. I'm gl- I'm glad they've they've met your particular standards. Um, I didn't have a chance because yeah, I believe they posted it right before the show started. I have not had a chance to to read your column yet. And you know, if we get caught up on the different standards and different places and different governing bodies and stuff like that, we're we're going to go in this this wild circle uh, because the world is is a crazy place right now. But I am just glad the Pac-12 has established. Or not the Pac-12, I should say. The Big Ten and the Pac-12 is working toward it. Uh, established what exactly the the bar for safety is going to be and then met it. My opinion through this all has been we need to figure out a way to surgically be able to pull things off and mitigate as much risk as possible. And I think that's finally what these leagues are coming around to doing, as opposed to just giving up and saying, well, you know, pandemic, have a good one, and and closing up tent and just saying we're going to deal with whatever ramifications come our way. You think a little bit more critically and say, "How how can we pull this off? What do we have to do? And I'm happy that the Big Ten met that, established and met that standard. I hope the Pac-12 follows suit. I think they're going to have to. And that's great. And that way we can proceed with some semblance of college football as much as we possibly can, which was my opinion to begin with. Figure out a way to smartly do it. We're smart people. Supposedly, these leagues are led by smart people. So figure it out. And, well, and they're yeah, figuring but, 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 it out, but, but, and that's what matters but that's to me. What, that's what they did. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. So I have no problem. Anybody wants to criticize the Big Ten. Whether whatever their reasoning was behind it, if they were worried about liability, then there was a reason to worry about the liability, and, and uh, this satisfies that to some extent. Obviously, apparently, in the uh, minds of the presidents, it satisfies it enough. Whether you're worried about the well well being of the student athlete or whether you're worried about getting sued, you know this 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 uh, I think satisfies both of those concerns, and so they go ahead with it. So when you get when you get new stuff, it's difficult for a league to say, hold on, hold it right there, hold it, we'll get back to you, and everyone's going, wow, 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 what's going on? So they said they were going to put everything off until, what, what was the exact the terminology, I forget, until, what, the spring or something, or uh, through this year or something, you know, they had to say something. It's difficult for them to say, well, we're working on it, we'll get back to you, you know, check back in six weeks. Uh, that, that's a tough thing to do. And so they found a better way, and now they're utilizing it, and uh, and I, uh, I'm i on board with that. And, and look, I, 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 I never respond. I never respond to Twitter. I, I, I just don't respond generally to, to complaints. But Tiffany here, uh, she uh, texts me and says, wow, how fast your mind changes, three exclamation points. You criticized BYU for taking the big risk at playing football. They were endangering their health and other people's lives. You are full of crap! Four exclamation points. Let me address that, because I don't care what Tiffany thinks, but I do care about the reasoning behind this kind of change of mind. BYU wasn't testing every day, Tiffany! The testing every day is what's changing my mind. BYU wasn't doing that. And many of the other leagues weren't doing it either. The fact that the Big Ten waited to get that done before makes all the difference in the world. And there's nothing wrong with changing your mind. I think people who who make up their mind about something and stay there and never change show stubbornness and weakness. 
And this was a development that came along that became possible for a league to do. And so they're doing it. And so it changes things. Anybody, I agree with John Canzano. Uh, he, he sent out a tweet that said something like, anybody who hasn't changed their mind a little bit on this is, is really, I'm paraphrasing, but he said really uh, is uh, hasn't approached it the right way. And I agree with him on that, not just because I ch I've changed my position a little bit, but I think if you're a reasonable person, you have to understand both sides of this and work through that, and it's reasonable to do so. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, new information comes out all the time, especially when dealing with the, the coronavirus. I think it's good for people not to, to dig in their heels, even though I often do. Uh, <laughs> did you call me weak? Was that a, was that a shot at me? No. No, because I, I, even though you've been strong in your stances, I, I, I know you well enough to know that you've bounced back and forth considering all of it. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think open-mindedness is is uh, a good thing. It's a good way to live your life, frankly, uh, and try to consider as many viewpoints as, as uh, possible, even uh, from buffoons like me from time to time. Uh, I got my own grumpy tweet, uh, Gordon. Uh, our friend at, who I, I actually like this, uh, this listener of ours, he tweets us all the time. So uh, he's just a little grumpy with me, which is fine. At Utes underscore Pac-12 says, Jake, come on, you think they were just finally coming around to playing like it has nothing to do with the new tests that were not available a month ago? Um I mean, see, this is one of those rabbit holes that I'm not going to get lost going down. Um, you could make an argument that they were available a month ago, or at least that they knew it was coming. But uh, again, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole because I don't care. I just care that they're coming around to figure out a way to get it done, to do their jobs, figure out a way to get it done, figure out a way to to get it so you're in a position where, where people are comfortable playing college football. That's all I care about. That's it. What's What's the matter with going down the rabbit hole? Oh, because we've gone down this particular rabbit hole about two zillion times on this show. And I don't I'm just happy today that that leagues are coming that the Big Ten and Pac-12 are coming around. I hope the Mountain West Conference follows. Maybe it'll trickle down to the old big sky. I hope that happens. I just I, I think that life is about figuring out a way to to mitigate risk and and still retain things, other things that are really, really important. Uh, I was kidding about the rabbit hole. Oh, sorry. Here. Did I did I take the bait on that, Gordon? Uh, excuse me. Excuse, excuse me. I, I'm sorry. I just think that's sort of a funny, idiomatic expression. Down know, the rabbit down hole? Down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Well, whatever. What's your favorite idiomatic expression? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, th they're really weird when you think about it. You're pulling my leg? Jake, I, I'm <laughs> or not going to grab a leg. your leg and start pulling it. Or how about break a leg for, like, have a good show? <laughs> Break a leg. Don't wish me to break a leg. That sounds terrible. Anyway. At Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton. What's your uh, what's your favorite idiomatic expression? I wanna I'm always I always find that stuff interesting. Okay, so that that leaves us. Let's get into this coming up next, Gordon. Uh the Pac twelve. What's now going to happen? And news is coming out about that even as we speak. So let's get caught up with the latest and uh let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about your column as well, which is up at sltrib.com. In fact, that is what I'm going to do during the break, trying to get through that as much as I can. Uh, the headline, let the Utes play, let the Pac-12 play. Discretion has bettered valor. Did you write your headline today? I did. Wow, look at you. 
Uh, all right, let's get out to the zone phone. We'll get into the Pac-12 stuff coming up right around the corner. Joining us now, our good friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. We're helping people with their relationships and their intimacy. What's going on, Andrew? Hey, Jake, that's right. We are helping a lot of guys with their intimacy. And what's kind of interesting is that when we bring up erectile dysfunction, we talk about it, guys kind of shy away. I think the majority of ED goes untreated because it's a little bit embarrassing, but the problem generally gets worse if you do nothing. Now, Wasatch Medical, you've heard, we've treated thousands of men uh, struggling with ED with acoustic wave therapy. This is an FDA-registered device. It is Cambridge-studied now even. It opens up and regrows blood vessels. So we see that guys get back to normal. Uh, It shocks me that guys have been taking the pills for 30 years when ED is a blood flow issue. we got to improve the blood flow. And as far as I know, this is the only treatment that does that. It addresses the root cause of the problem, and it gets normal and natural function back in the bedroom. And, you know, you talk about it being kind of difficult to communicate about. I, I find it interesting when you talk about your patients that came, maybe were uncomfortable and came in and got it done and how things change in their attitude afterwards. Yeah, they, they do. They do. Uh, it, it, they're skeptical when they come in. Right. Um, they're hesitant. They, they've had a lot of failures in the bedroom. <laughs> they've failed with pills. So naturally they feel like that. But you think about this, a few treatments, two to three weeks, they're about eight to 10 minutes per treatment. This is pretty easy stuff. So two to three weeks from now, you could throw the pills away. I think you'll feel more comfortable with our team uh, than you think. You'll meet with a male medical doctor, go through your issues, and figure out that it's not as bad as you think to get this treated. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. 801-901-8000. And uh, you love taking care of our listeners as well with usually uh, some free stuff. Isn't that right? Yes, we do. We are committed to effectively treating ED from every angle. That's why we offer the exam for free, the doctor's visit, He'll do a blood flow ultrasound uh, totally free. This is your chance to get all the information, make an educated decision. Uh, We are, for those that want to call now, including the free gift that produces instant results in the bedroom. That's very popular. And recently we've added testosterone, which is free to all new patients. That covers the drive and the energy. The acoustic wave handles the erectile dysfunction. And I don't know anybody that's offering this much value for free. Give us a call if you want to put a stop to the erectile dysfunction. Take advantage of that. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Thank you very much, Andrew. Thank you. That's our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Again, that number, 801-901-8000. We're talking about uh, the Pac-12 possibly making a return next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Jay Drew joining us, BYU football writer for the Deseret News. Do you have the feeling that most BYU guys are trying to follow the rules so they at least have a pretty good chance of playing, recognizing that anything can go wrong even if you're following the rules and they may have to postpone a game? Yeah, I do. Around June or July, sources have told me there was an outbreak. They did have several guys test positive. At that time, there was some pretty stern shots fired across the bow from BYU administration to these players. There's 120 
23 guys on that roster. You're talking about a ton of people, but I get the idea for the most part that the last couple of months they've done their best to follow the guidelines and protocols. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Band of the Day today is Katy Perry, selected by me and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. I I kissed the girl and I liked it. I was about to say, I can't hear this song without... Hearing that PK drop. This was her I first. Kiss the girl. This is her first hit, wasn't it? Yes, I believe yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. Are you a, a Katie head? Yeah, yeah I like Katy Perry. You bet. She's good. I read it. I you know one time when I was actually we were driving back. This was like a year and a half ago. We were driving back from Big Sky, Montana, and I had nothing to do in the car, so I did a little deep dive on the Taylor Swift Katy Perry rift. Yeah, that that was interesting. Apparently, they're friends again now. Oh, what? First of all, where is where is Big Sky? Uh, Big Sky, where is it? If I'm looking at a Montana map, it's somewhere in the middle. Is I that think. the name of a town? Yeah, it's like a resort town. It's a ski resort. You've never heard of Big Sky, Montana? No, I haven't. It's, I've heard uh, of the big. I've heard of the Big Sky, obviously. But it's, no, I didn't know it was a resort. Yeah, it's right there on the Gallatin River. It's a great yeah. place. It's beautiful. So uh, it's kind of by uh, Yellowstone. Let's see. It's kind of by what do they call it? West Yellowstone. Okay. All right. So anyway, actually, it's in the uh, as far as Montana goes, it's in the southwest corner, pretty much. But anyway, it's beautiful. If you ever get a chance to go to Big Sky, Montana, absolutely do that. Will do. But anyway, there you go. Speaking of rabbit holes from our last uh, uh, our, our last segment, I went down that one with with Katie and Taylor. Thank goodness they're friends again. Um, all right, Gordon, let's talk about what's going on with the Big 12. Uh, you have your column up, uh, sltrib.com. Where there's um, some, uh, uh, well, okay, let me put it this way. Uh, Larry Scott released a, a statement after um, the Big 10 made their decision, and here's what it said, Gordon. At this time, our universities in California and Oregon do not have approval from state or local public health officials to start contact practice. We're hopeful that our new daily testing uh, capability can help satisfy public health official approvals in California and Oregon to begin contact practice and uh, competition. We're equally closely uh, monitoring the devastating fires and uh, and air quality in the region. We're eager for our student-athletes to have the opportunity to play the season as soon as it can be done safely and in accordance with public health authority approvals. Essentially, Larry Scott said... Man, uh, California and Oregon, uh, as soon as they get it together, we'll, we'll make an announcement, right? That's basically what he alluded to. Gavin Newsom, the uh, general secretary of California, <laughs> G- 
just had a news conference that that wrapped up about a half an hour ago, Gordon. And he actually said uh, that, uh, let me get this right, uh, Gavin Newsom said, there is nothing in public health restrictions preventing the Pac-12 teams from playing. So that's what he said in his, new, in his uh, news conference, Gordon. Exceptional, except that's not correct. And uh, John Wilner of the San Jose Mercury News has the official uh, policy for you if you want to read through it. But essentially the policy says you can't cohort in greater numbers than six. So that's what Larry Scott was talking about. But somehow Gavin Newsom now is like, no, we're, we don't have any, we're not preventing anybody from doing anything. Some people out there are saying he's kind of kicking the can toward the counties, but except Wilner posted the state policy. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm, wait, I'm legitimately wait. confused. You mean to tell me that a politician lied? I know. Aren't you shocked? Well, I don't know if he's lying. Maybe he's just not informed. I don't know. That's where I okay. go. Yeah. How about misrepresenting the truth or unaware of the truth? Yeah. I don't know which is worse. A little too much hairspray, in my opinion. Maybe I think, I think he's just unawares. Maybe he's trying to gum up the works. I don't know. I, I he's do not, not that smart. Really? I have no idea. Did you know he used to be married to Kimberly Guilfoyle? Wow. I didn't know that until like a month ago. Isn't she the one that just yelled and screamed at the, at the uh, Republican yeah. okay. National right. Convention? Right. Yeah. The right. one who's now uh, dating, engaged, married, I don't know, to, uh, to uh, Don Jr. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, wow. And we talk about going from uh, from Newsom to, to Don Jr. I have a feeling this is going to be a rabbit hole show. Yeah, we're going down a few. <laughs> we're going to do it. Uh, uh, but uh, but uh, Gavin Guilfoyle, um, I think he, I think <laughs> nice. base, I think whatever he wants to happen will happen. So I mean, because Oregon is not going to be the last last state left standing. So and Kate Brown, I believe is her name, the governor of Oregon. She's going to do whatever uh, Guilfoyle does. So he just needs to. <laughs> so it. I don't know. I don't get the whole. Well, I'm not preventing you from doing anything. But then you look at his his state policy, and it's like, well, yeah, you are. So I don't. I don't know, Gordon. But I would guess that that uh, we're we're getting far enough down the road now where it's going to happen. We shall see. Uh, I don't know, but uh, this does this this development does make a difference, and uh, that's probably what everyone's looking at. So, uh, you know, I don't know what the general application would be for this. If there is a state policy that there's no gathering larger than six, well, cohort is the words that they use. Cohort. Okay, so what does that mean? You can't have more than six cohorts. Okay, what's a cohort? Kind of a gathering. It, for some reason, it has a connotation to me more like you're scheming things. It does. It does have that cohorting connotation. Cohorting against yeah. the king. Yeah. You and your cohorts. What yeah. are you, you up to? Yeah, that's true. It does have that connotation, like like somewhat like a principal yelling at a junior high student. So like, what are you uh, and your cohorts up to? We're cohortins. Ah, yeah. But but uh, what what uh, can this can everybody then say, well, we, we can do it. We can gather as long as we test every day. How much does that cost, by the way? Uh, it's going to be it's going to cost a fortune, which we can get into that because that might be what prevents uh, the Mountain West and other uh, conferences from coming back. Because it's, if I want if I, if I wanted to get tested every day, how much would that cost me? And could I even do it if I wanted to or if I if I had the cash to do it? Do you have insurance? 
Uh, yeah. Because I believe there was uh, federal legislation that if you have insurance, they have to pay for as many COVID tests as, uh, as you want. So I'm pretty sure you can go down there and get that, uh, that brain swab three, four times a day if you really want. Uh, oh, not yeah, the but new one they, from ARUP and U yeah, of U Health? Maybe. Or it's a I don't know. Test? I think it depends on where you go. Yeah, see, that that's what makes it different. You don't want to be cramming that thing up your nose every single day. There's a drop. But I mean, this is there. There was a there was a columnist uh, for USA Today that was getting this confused. Here's the thing: you're not taking any tests away from the general population. This is a complete private ordeal. You're not uh, impacting a community's testing uh, abilities in any way, shape, or form, which I think is really important to note, actually. So there's enough testing for anybody who needs it. Yeah, in this country, like they can't. And and this is the way I view it, right? So if somebody out there wants to to uh, correct me on this, who's who's more in the know, feel free. That basically the reason they've opened up all the symptoms, like if you have a scratchy throat, go get tested, is because they have enough to handle that. I don't think they can require everybody in the country to go get a test. So they keep that mild barrier there just to make sure that they have enough for those who need it. But basically, yes, if you want to get a test, you can go get a test in most communities in this country, I believe. Again, if somebody wants to to correct me on that, feel free. But what I do know is, regardless of that, this is not taking testing away from anyone. This is a private ordeal. They're not even taking lab space because that's the whole point of this thing is the equipment uh, does the test right there on site. So this in no way, shape, or form is uh, uh, affecting the community's testing capabilities. Okay, then. All right. Well, that's good. No, I, that is good. And I, I definitely wanted to, to bring that up because I think it is a really important point. Because you certainly don't want to, uh, yeah. I mean, if, if somebody's really in need of a test, you don't want to, to deny that to them. But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm fairly certain that, uh, that certainly in our community, if you want to go get a test, you can go get one as long as the hurricane force winds aren't blowing. But other than that, <laughs> I think they've been open for business since the beginning of this whole thing. Huh. All right. Well, uh, okay then. Uh, as long as they, if they can do it every day, see, I don't even know if three times a week is enough. I, I, I just don't. I, I think you need to do it every day before you go out on a field. See, the, here's where we differ, but again, I don't want to, to, to get lost in these types of details because I really don't care. But I think you don't want to go down that I, rabbit hole. I think three times a week is plenty. But but whatever. Why is it plenty? Because you got days in between. So the idea well, is that, the idea is to catch it before it spreads, and I think three times a week is fine. But again, why, I don't want to argue about this because it doesn't matter. Well, because it didn't the, prevent BYU players from getting it. But it prevented it from spreading and then spreading to another team. And when the idea is not to prevent people from getting it; it's to prevent the spread in, in your I, community. I, I, I understand. I understand. But see, this is what still, I don't want to do. You could uh, okay, all right. Because I don't, I don't, I don't want it. our standards. Yours and mine are different. But who cares? The Pac-12 has addressed their or is is drawing their line in the stand finally and saying we can meet this standard. Terrific. The Big Ten did that too. Terrific. That's all I care about. That's it. I don't want to go backwards. I don't want to argue about things that have, have been passed. Well, then don't say you think three times a week is enough. You asked me. But, but what, well, if you don't want to go down that rabbit hole, don't go down then it. why did you bring it up that three times is enough? Because uh, I don't care if we go down the rabbit hole. And uh. why does Katy Perry hate Taylor Swift while we're at it? <laughs> 
Well, it goes back to a. Uh, no, a, a I really don't. It care, goes back to a backup dancer, actually. Oh, does it? Yeah, Kimberly what, what Guilfoyle by chance? Not or? Kimberly oh. Guilfoyle. I don't know if she can dance. Gavin Newsom? Maybe, maybe Gavin Newsom. Guilfoyle. What happened? Uh, uh, I think it was Katie um, stole one of Taylor's backup dancers off a tour. Oh. Like they were mid-tour, and Katie's that like, cohort. I'll give you well, yeah. tons There's of money. There's one thing you can't do is steal somebody else's backup dancer. Am I using that word correctly? Cohort, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, if I guess the <laughs> dancer would be Katie's cohort. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll have more coming up next. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, want to remind you about our friends at Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call today, 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333 at Action Plumbing. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Take The Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big show, uh, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and uh, and 1280 The Zone. Reading through Gavin uh, Guilfoyle's comments here, uh, I was wrong about something. Uh, corrections and retractions, Gordon. Okay. Um, let's see here, and uh, I'll, uh, I'm going from Stuart Mandel tweet. He says, uh, so let me get this straight. Quote, nothing in the state guidelines denies the ability for the Pac-12 to resume, unquote. But as the law says, he confirmed, and he confirms, you can only practice in cohorts of 12. So I was wrong about the six. Corrections and retractions. It's actually 12. All right. So that's that's the, the offense alone could cohort. <laughs> could could but practice. But the defense can't also be on the field. Correct. So the game can't happen. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm very confused by what's going on in uh, the state of California right now in regards to the, to the Pac-12. But... Uh, my guess is they will get it figured out. You want to talk some jazz news here for a moment, uh, Gordo? Yeah, uh, N- NBA announced today Rudy Gobert named to the 2019-2020 All-NBA third team. It is the third time that he has received All-NBA accolades after being selected to the All-NBA third team in 1819 and the second team uh, in 1617. So Rudy getting uh, one more accolade. No big surprise there. Uh, also on the third team, Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Russell Westbrook. Really? Russell Westbrook? Wow. Not the way I would pick it. No. He he certainly Russ gets a lot of gets a lot of credit, doesn't he? Well, was he a two time MVP or is it one? One time MVP. Oh. Uh here's your first team, Gordon. LeBron, Giannis, yep. Luca. Anthony Davis, James Harden. Second team, and then we can uh, debate whether how right they got this, but second team, Damian Lillard, Kawhi, 
Jokic, Chris Paul, Pascal Siakam. And then the third team, just to, to remind you, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, and Russell Westbrook. Gordon, thoughts? Not a big problem there. Uh, I, I think Russ is, I, I don't know. I just don't know how you use him. But uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with this. Do you? I've got a few. I don't know about what? Anthony Davis' first team. I might have put Pascal Siakam there. Ben Simmons should be nowhere near any of this. Uh, he, either should Russell Westbrook. I like that Jimmy Butler was third team. Maybe bump him up. Although I, I might have recency bias with his mm-hmm. uh, his play down in the bubble having been so good. I think Chris Paul second team for the first time ever. I'm going to endorse a Chris Paul achievement. I think what he did with Oklahoma City this year was amazing. Agreed. Um, I'm trying to think. Would you put uh, your boy Dame Dalla on the first team? What did you think about Luca making the first team? He was awfully good this year. I mean, he was, but try to think, try to think regular season, not bubble, really. Because bubble, I mean, in that first round of the playoffs, he was extraordinary, obviously. Yeah. He, well, he was extraordinary many nights. Better uh, than our boy Dame Dalla, though? Man, it's, uh, these are tough choices. But yeah, I think so. I think so. And of course, they count Anthony Davis as a center, which is the, you know, it's cheating to get him on yeah. the first team because Not he doesn't play either. center for the Lakers. He plays power forward for the Lakers. Yeah. Because yeah. JaVale McGee and Dwight Howard play center for the Lakers. Sorry. I cut you Jokic and Rudy probably don't appreciate that a whole lot. Oh, heck no. I bet Rudy's super grumpy about that. <laughs> he doesn't play center, so you elect him to the all-NBA team as a center. Honestly, they should just get rid of the positions, don't you think? I mean, haven't we, you know, the, the game has evolved where the center is probably the only definable position pretty much left on the floor. Shouldn't we just go you, with the five best guys? You mean positionless basketball? Never heard of it. No? This new concept to you? Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I could I could maybe go along with that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, no, I don't, I don't have a huge problem with, with uh, the way that worked out. I, I am not a big fan of Ben Simmons, but I'm not as much of a hater as you are. Um, but uh, but Russ, I, I don't – I'm not – sometimes I think uh, you just build a reputation and you have a big name and so you get put on. These kind of things are kind of bug me a little bit because really, I mean, are they really better? Is there somebody else who deserves to be on there? They got money at stake here, you know? Players get more money if they, they get, do. Uh, so, yeah, whatever. Who was it last year that just barely missed and he was going to be a free agent? Was it Kimba Walker? Don't remember. Or did he get on it and was eligible for the super? That's what it was. I think he got on it, was eligible for the the supermax or whatever, and Charlotte didn't give it to him. I think that mm. was the case. So anyway, but I, I agree with you. I, I don't like how these teams and awards and whatever are tied to salary. I, I, for one thing, it puts media in an awkward position, and it, it, it yeah, it does that, and it, uh, it suddenly creates a situation where obviously everyone can't watch every game, and so what does it do? It motivates players to to stack up stats. 
and that's that's not a good way to play basketball, in my opinion. All right, Dennis Dodd joins us next. Stay tuned. One of the best out there covering college football. We'll talk to Dennis straight ahead, but let's jump out to the zone phone. Joining us now, our friend Andrew Reinhardt from Wasatch Medical Clinic. And Andrew, uh, you know, there's probably a lot of listeners out there who think uh, who have been trying other remedies for ED for a long time and are probably pretty sick of it. If I had to make a guess. Yes, they are pretty sick of it. Uh, there's a lot of guys that take the pill for erectile dysfunction, and it doesn't work. I would say most guys experience side effects, and then they have to take more and more of it to try and get the same result, and they end up taking dangerous amounts. The side effects, of course, get worse, and that's generally when they call somebody like us. Uh, they're so frustrated. Guys want normal function in the bedroom. Couples want that. And that is what we do. It's called acoustic wave therapy. Uh, It kind of looks like an ultrasound machine. It's a handheld device. We place it on the skin in a few different areas in our clinic for about 10-minute sessions. They're pretty easy. It opens up and regrows blood vessels. So we're treating blood flow problems. This is circulation issues. And what we see is that guys can get back to normal and natural function. They don't need the pill. They don't need any of the injections. They don't need surgery. This is treating the root cause of the problem instead of just putting a Band-Aid on the issue. And, uh, well, recently and for a while now, I guess, too, uh, Andrew, there's a lot of really great science out there and studies being done about this. There is, yeah. This was, you know, kind of a theory in 2010 and 11, and it has been steadily proven since then. You could go to the science page at wasatchmedicalclinic.com But little preview, Cambridge has now studied this. The American Urological Association, there are articles now on PubMed. It seems like most of the big journals have said this works, the science is sound, we can regrow blood vessels, and the success rate is very high. 801-901-8000 801-901-8000 is the number uh, to get on the calendar or on the schedule, 801-901-8000. And you're doing a lot for our listeners right now. There is a lot for free. We want to be able to uh, give you the information, have you get information um, at no charge. So call us. We'll do the assessment with our doctor for free. We want to screen everybody. He'll conduct a blood flow ultrasound and test your blood flow, which you may never have done. It's pretty cool. That's free. We'll throw in a little special gift that produces pretty much instant results in the bedroom. Couples love this stuff. That's totally free. And recently for new patients, we've now added testosterone. So that'll help with the drive and the energy. If you're feeling a little bit lethargic, the acoustic wave will help with the erectile dysfunction. We've got every angle covered, and that's all free. 801-901-8000 is the number to call, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you. Dennis Dodds next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.